Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. 657 AM, Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. It's 12.30. We are going to chat this afternoon to Dr. Julius Mangotumbu, right here on Radio Pulpit this afternoon, speaking about praying without giving up. Um, before that, I played you Dumelo Shark with Like a Deer this wonderful afternoon on 657 AM, the 1st of February. Happy New Month to you. Uh, good afternoon, Dr. Julius. Good afternoon, Paul. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Happy New Month. You just can't imagine that we're already February of 2024. Sure. Right? <laughs> Right. Yeah, it goes it goes quite fast. And just as you said, I think we we definitely basking ourselves in the presence of the Lord, in the place of prayer. And uh, I, I know that you're you're so much of a prayerful woman with uh, your husband and family and your church. Even you know, I, I know that prayer is so much at the center of uh, what you're doing, and uh, really it's something to emulate. Uh, but I also believe, as you've said that uh, I followed you a little bit earlier, that uh, this this really is a great need for for not only the body of Christ now, but also for the nation, understanding mm-hmm. that uh, we're getting into an election year, uh, the need for us to really pray and to seek God's face for divine intervention. Yeah. Amen and amen. And I'm pretty excited, as I was saying, always pray and never give up. Sure, uh, I can't wait for us to get straight into it. Yeah, I think the the, the very context of our, our season obliges us to 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 consider also this this uh, pericope, this text uh, of uh, Luke eighteen one to to eight, Luke eighteen one to eight. Uh, there's a great need for us to consider the expediency of of prayer. Uh, because there, there is a great need for for us to see divine intervention in our very natural life and natural world, which becomes supernatural when God comes in, especially on the platform of prayer. And that's the reason why I'm inviting. Pastor, Doctor Julius. All right, we'll go this way and have him back on the line as we continue our discussion this afternoon. We are talking about always pray and never giving up. That's what we are talking about with Dr. Gilles Mangotumbu. Let's go this way so we can get him back on the line this afternoon. Tapele yamutu yolu kileng inalamata. Tualapele horapele la radio pulpit mushumong oru udirang Afrika borwa lekantra meluani ayona. Yazisa ngeshishi nila koku radio pulpit Ubuyele kusimo esipile I radio pulpit ine 40 years ya sunguluani Waye naba pula pula abanga apaya kwe 400,000 Sineke lange packages ugunyeti sana nawe Kupulisa ishishi nila Zalela usanet ku 012-334-1254 Okanyo utumele umialezo kusanet at radiopulpit.co.za Mokanyo utumele ikama advertise ku SMS ku 37871. Standard rates apply. 
Yes, I can. That's Rikwa with Be Free. We'll definitely get back to the song, I promise you. Uh, Diego with Umtogosisi right here on 6570M Radio Puppet, your daily companion. Um, we are joined this afternoon by Dr. Gilles Mangotambu, and we're speaking on always praying and never giving up because it's easy to give up, right? And just... Yeah. Um, walking away, you keep coming back with the same thing, and it, it does get a little difficult. But it's important that you hang on, right, Pastor? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, I've, I've always realized that when we are just about talking about prayer, we have this, you know, cliches and cliches that come in. Uh, the reality about it is that prayer is one very, very important component in the Christian life, you know. Uh, in my point, I also wanted to highlight that prayer also is a, a weapon of our spiritual warfare. Uh, but I, I was giving you context for, for the time which is allotted. Also, I was giving context again, if we're reading from Luke chapter 18, from verse 1 to, to 8, Luke 18, 1 to 8. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time, he refused. But finally, he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care about what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she wouldn't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? So this is a parable, you know, um, a parable is a simple story used to illustrate a moral or spiritual lesson, as Jesus used it most often in the gospel. If you read an uh, amplified version, it wouldn't use so much parable, you hear so much of uh, illustrations. And for some of you who were part of our expository class last year, you will realize that uh, illustrations are very powerful. Illustrations bring to life and to light and to actuality your explanation. When you're teaching, you're preaching, it brings and paints a very, very glaring picture of uh, what you're trying to pass across as message. So Jesus used the technique of parables or illustrations to, to communicate that men ought to pray and not to give up. So we're sharing on the subject today, always pray, don't give up, please. I'm encouraging somebody, always pray, don't give up the season. It's a season which invites us to pray and not to give up. Let me give you four realities about prayer. You might want to write this down because of time. Four realities about prayer. Number one, prayer is our dependence on God. Prayer interprets, translates our dependence on God. Uh, when you pray, you're saying, Father, I can't do it by my power. I depend on you. That's what the Bible says. It's not by power, not by might. That is by the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God is divine intervention. So number one, write this down. Prayer is our dependence on God. If you read Proverbs 3, 
5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge or submit to him and he will make your path straight. If you read again Proverbs 16, verse 9, Proverbs 16, verse 9, it says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Which means that prayer, it's divine intervention. It's our trust unto the Lord. It's our inclination unto God. It's our dependency on God to intervene over our case. And so I'm asking somebody at this very point in time, prayer is a platform where you invite the divine to step into the human space, especially in your case, and bring supernatural intervention and solutions. And that's why, number one, prayer is our dependence on God. But number two, prayer also should be a lifestyle, Paul. You know, prayer should be a lifestyle. We've spoken about January as being a very conventional, traditional month of people, churches praying. Uh, we just went through 21 days prayer with my church. And uh, I always encourage pastors, if you're a pastor who is following me, I always say, Pastor, please go an extra mile, you know, go an extra mile. If the church has gone 21 days, uh, why don't you go even 30 days uh, for your personal? Because the, the man of God, the woman of God must always be spiritually a little bit much more ahead and much more advanced in their commitment, their covenant walk with God. And so I, I want to say prayer does not only end uh, in January. Prayer should be a lifestyle, Paul. Uh, it should be a lifestyle, and that's why the, the Bible invites us, as you said earlier, in First Thessalonians 5.17, the Bible says, pray without season. Pray without season means you should develop what we call a spirit of prayer, or what others often call a habit of prayer. Uh, so prayer is not a posture, you know. We, we we always think that prayer is a posture. Close your eyes, fold your hands, go on your knees, prostrate yourself. All those are postures. Not bad, but prayer is much more than a posture. Prayer is a disposition of your heart. Prayer is a disposition of your heart, which means that you, you, you pray at all moments and instances while you are driving to work you know I, i'm not saying you close your eyes when <laughs> you're driving to work on the highway you're praying uh while you you are just about going to bed you pray uh your kids are about going to bed you pray with them you get to work you pray you you develop a prayer consciousness and intentionality around your life that's what makes prayer powerful what makes prayer powerful is the very fact that you are prayer conscious you know, you are prayer conscious, which makes you mm. God conscious. You, 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 you are so much aware of the presence of God, but also of the need of God over your situation. So number one, uh, prayer is our dependence on God. Number two, point, second point, prayer should be a lifestyle, a lifestyle of a Christian, a way of life, which we must also inculcate. But number three, Prayer is hard work, you know, but many people don't don't understand this part. Prayer is hard work. Uh, prayer is not something which you 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 just you just get up and say prayer is easy. Prayer is something which is very intentional. It's something which you must make up your mind to. Uh, you know, uh, that's why the Bible says men ought always to pray and not lose heart. Uh, why the emphasis of not lose heart? Because people lose heart, you know, but people give up. People give up time and again when we are at 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 the very uh, verge of uh, trusting God for a breakthrough, a miracle. 
Some people have prayed so much that they've not had answers to their prayers and they've given up. And that's why the Bible invites us not to give up. Men ought always to pray and not to give up. And so you, you realize that prayer is hard work because, look, uh, one thing I did this year, and Paul, which was a little bit unique, was the fact that we, we had a 21 days prayer in church. Uh, we met at church uh, from 6 to 7.30 every evening uh, to pray in the p.m., but I also had, you know, a conviction to to start a midnight prayer time. Uh, so a lot of people joined, a couple of people joined us during the midnight prayer time mm-hmm. from 12 to 1, just one solid hour of prayer. And you wouldn't understand the breakthroughs, the testimonies that came across, you know, when we prayed at that very unconventional hour. You know why I call it unconventional? Because, you know, Afghan is going on now. The African Cup of Nations is going mm. on now. And you wouldn't realize that, you know, it starts sometimes. Some of the matches start at 10 p.m. And if it goes to prolongation penalties, as we saw, you know, in some of the matches, it stretches into one in the morning. But you, if people just fixate their eyes on TV watching, you know, you notice that they wouldn't sleep. Some people... Will, will not sleep while you're watching those matches. But try to put up at 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. for prayers, and you'll notice that sleep will come <laughs> your way. So prayer is, is, is hard work. It's something which you, you must really apply your mind to. Uh, it, it's something which it's, it's, it's hard, but the grace of God is sufficient. If you read Colossians chapter 4, verse 12, Colossians chapter 4, verse 12, uh, Paul was encouraging again and communicating in the life of uh, Epaphras. And verse 12 says, Epaphras, who is one of you and a fervent and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends greetings. And that's Epaphras sends greetings. He is always wrestling. <laughs> the key word there, he's always wrestling in prayer for you. He's always wrestling. Uh, another translation says he's always fervent in prayer for you, that you may stand firm in all in all the will of God, mature and fully assured. So uh, when we take up the time of 12 midnight to 1, which is not convenient, comfortable to many people because it's a sleep hour. It's a time when many people go to bed, people feel sleepy. But if, if you definitely can just set aside time purposefully and see God's face, then you will see divine intervention. So prayer is hard work. But finally, uh, I want to highlight prayer is not number one. We said prayer is our dependence on God. Number two, prayer should be a lifestyle. Number three, prayer is a hard work. But number four, prayer is our weapon of warfare. It's a weapon of warfare. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4 from the King James Version says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You know, that's what I'm saying. Immediately when we started this uh, session, you know, that we had hitches. <laughs> we had challenges. And for me, it translates to spiritual warfare. Uh, the, the 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 devil will not want people to hear this truth. You know that definitely, a prayer will transform your life. God will use prayer. Prayer is an avenue that God is a privileged avenue that God has given us to communicate with Him. And the devil is afraid of prayer and a prayerful person. 
If this year you purpose to pray, you'll see the power in your life. you see transformation in your life. So it's our weapon of warfare. You know, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not carnal. It's not so much talking. It's so much talking to God. Okay, let me put that again. It's not so much talking to man, but talking to God. Because our mouth can be used so much, you know, as a weapon. Talking to man, you know, even for even. You know, somebody has offended you. You use your mouth against that person. But why not convert that into prayer? Why not talk to God? God about what is happening around your life, then definitely exposing yourself, you know, talking, I'm, I'm, I'm a legal consultant, and I always tell people, be very careful what you say, because what you say can be used, you know, against you in a court of law, you know, the Miranda rule, when somebody is arrested, one of the rules is you, you have the right to keep silent, you, you don't have to say anything, anything you say will be used against you in a court of law, and so, but we always implicate ourselves, because in the midst of many words, sin is not absent, so we must seek God's faith in prayer because we don't use the weapon of our mouth but we use the weapon of our prayer to make a difference in this very natural world and the bible says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places but if you read verse 18 it says and Pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Do you know why we have to do this, Paul? Because all the weapons of the, 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 the armor of God, if you read Ephesians chapter 6, the armor of God, all the weapons which are highlighted in the armor of God are defensive weapons, you know. But the only offensive weapon is prayer. <laughs> The only offensive is prayer. That's why the Bible says pray in, in the spirit on all occasions, not some occasions, all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. All the Lord's people. So it gives you a range of people to pray for. And Paul in 19 verse 19 says, pray also for me that whenever I speak, words whenever i speak words may be given me so that i will fearfully make known the mystery of the gospel for which i am an ambassador in chains pray that i may declare it fearlessly as i should and so I, i'm encouraging somebody as we conclude i'm encouraging somebody that we 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 always have to pray please don't give up the fact that your your prayers have not been answer does not mean that god definitely does not have an answer we always say conventionally god answers in three ways but he says yes no and wait so you might have three of any responses from the lord you might have a yes response you might have a no response you might have a wait response so let me conclude let me conclude now um Paul, before i pray with somebody let me conclude uh, with with this, I want to pray for somebody. Maybe we'll make this an A part. Next week, I'm going to give you a B part. So what does it mean to always pray and not to give up? I'm going to give you next week three keys which will help you uh, understand that you always have to pray and in the context of uh, Luke 18. But I've come to encourage somebody this day who, who has been praying and who is at a verge of just giving up. Uh, the Bible says we should pray always because God, by discernment, will answer you in the yes, no, and wait. 
but in all instances, he, he does that for your good. Take note, he does that for your good. He does that for his glory. He does that for the advancement of his kingdom. But I want to pray for somebody who has gotten to the point where you are a little bit exhausted in place of prayer. And I've come to encourage you because this year, please step into the place of prayer. Commit yourself to pray every day. Put up a prayer habit in your life. Put up a spirit of prayer, seeking God's face, uh, you know, and trusting God for divine intervention in your life because there are miracles, there are breakthroughs, there are victories, successes that happen in the place of prayer because prayer is inviting God to step into our boat to stop even the storms of our lives. Father, I'm praying for somebody this day. I'm praying for somebody. I'm praying for a sister who might have been praying for, for months and years and has gotten to the point of weariness. I'm praying for that brother who has been trusting you for breakthrough, for provision, and also might have gotten to the place and point of weariness. I pray that you strengthen them from their inner man and give them again the passion, the desire to be in your presence. And that, Father, I pray, oh God, that you strengthen somebody's prayer life. You strengthen their prayer life. I pray for that sister who once upon a time was burning, oh God, in the place of prayer, was so much fervent in prayer. I pray that, Father God, you go back to our prayer room, the war room, oh God, and seek your face in the place of prayer. I pray for that brother, that pastor, that Father God, no matter the disappointments and discouragements in life, he wouldn't get discouraged, oh Father, because your spirit is going to stir a new fire in him to pray and seek your face, oh God. I pray that this year your church will pray in South Africa, your church will pray in Africa, your church will pray wherever we've been hurt now, your church will pray and seek your face, oh Father, for you say in your word, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and purpose to seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, you will hear from heaven, you forgive their sins and you will heal their land. Father, heal our land, our families, our homes, our lives, but heal the land also of South Africa. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so much, Dr. Julius. Much, much appreciated. Thank you for such encouraging words. How do we get a hold of you on social media or any other platform? On uh, Instagram, I'm um, Julio Mangard on Facebook, Julio Mangard on WhatsApp, I'm on the number 067 I repeat it again on WhatsApp, 067 God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you, Pastor. So we've got news coming up on the other side of Requa Be Free. Remember, I promised that I'll bring it back. And then on the other side, we've got news, top of the hour. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729. And our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. 
Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.